following conversation originally aired on The Point on KPOV 88.9 FM High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Airing weekdays at 9 a.m., The Point is a half-hour locally produced show focusing on people and events in Central Oregon. Hi, Bob. It's great to be with you today. Hi, Carolyn. It's good to be with you again. Absolutely. It's, it's actually been several years, I think, since we last talked about Emotions Anonymous. And so we're coming back to that and getting the word out about the group. So tell us some information about Emotions Anonymous so that people will know what we're talking about. Well, it's a self-help group pattern exactly on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous or any of the other anonymous programs and it's a spiritual program but it's not a religious program and you don't have to give your name now with zoom you don't even have to show your face so it truly is anonymous you can use a fake name and it has helped me for over 50 years now i've been coming and i was desperate when i came absolutely it's it sounds like it must be a very successful experience too because i was reading up on some of the literature and emotions anonymous was started in 1971 and now it's a, an international group isn't it an organization oh yes and with zoom we have it's exploded because we can reach so many more people now all over the world we have mm-hmm. a lady coming from england every every meeting and we've had from ireland from Finland, Israel, all over India, and it's a great mechanism now to reach people. Yes, and they would have completely different time zones, so for some reason it works well for them to come and join your group. You mentioned people from a lot of different countries. How, How does the communication work for all of you when there are people who are checking in from different countries, all working pretty well as far as understanding each other? Our meetings are in English, Uh so if they can't communicate in English, I guess they can listen if they understand. They pretty much have to speak English to get anything. Okay, and yes, and when before you guys actually became Emotions Anonymous, there was another group that was called Neurotics Unanimous and or Anonymous. I'm sorry, <laughs> that was started by a woman in St. Paul, Minnesota. So obviously, this whole concept started in in America. So it's you know another one of of our of our inventions for the world. Yeah, yeah, it, it started a few years before Emotions Anonymous. And actually, that's the first organization I started in in 1971 because they didn't have emotions anonymous in where I lived. It's it has saved my life. Well, I have to say, I, I like the sound of the name Emotions Anonymous much more than Neurotics yes. Anonymous. And I do too. <laughs> it it that Neurotics can yeah it connotes yes. you know some some things that that I think are are not very positive. So I'm glad that when when it was reformed, that it did choose to to use a name that I think is is much more inclusive and and also helpful. Well, also it didn't really cover my situation because I had been in psychiatric hospitals three times, and had shock treatments and had attempted suicide. Ended up in a coma for two weeks. They thought I might never come out of it. And finally, the diagnosis I discovered on my hospital chart on the third hospitalization, and I wasn't supposed to see it, 
was chronic schizophrenic. So, yeah, neurotics just didn't describe it. Emotions is a lot better. It's a lot more positive and covers a lot more. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and I believe that having a platform that does seem to really give people a chance to see this as, as a common thing to work on with other people, that they would be more willing to then share what it is that they need to do that. And Emotions Anonymous is, is based on Alcoholics Anonymous, which is also a very, very well-known program, 12-step program. And so do people get literature once they start coming to the groups? I know there's a lot of online resources and stuff that are great. Do you guys actually show the Alcoholics Anonymous 12-step program on your webpage too? Well, it, there will be a little note saying that adapted from the 12 steps of the Alcoholics Anonymous. Yes. And when I first started the program, we didn't have a step book in Neurotics Anonymous. We had to use the Alcoholics Anonymous 12 and 12, and I was never had a problem with drinking. So we uh -huh. had to cross out words and add words to fit <laughs> our emotions. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And it's so much better now. Emotions Anonymous has really fantastic literature. It is really well written. And there's a lot of it. And you can get a lot of free literature online on the website at Emotions Anonymous. And at our meetings, we will post many times the material that we're going over. And you can, you can download it during the meeting. Right. And, and I do notice on the webpage that the specific Emotions Anonymous book was completed in 1978. And so obviously that does clearly state what your program is about, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that still is being used. And then I also see there was a daily reader called Today, published yeah. in 1987. So that's kind of just like a, a focus book. A, something meditation book. Meditation. meditation. Good. Yeah. Okay, right. And yeah. The, yeah, and then in 2003, a book, it, it works if you work it. Right, right. So what does that mean? Well, that's, that's a book which includes slogans, helpful concepts, personal stories, and all sorts of stuff like that. And we use, on Mondays, we do the pamphlets from EA. On Wednesdays, we do the steps from the step book. And on Saturdays, we have three meetings of the local group. Oh, okay. On Saturdays, we do slogans and everything. And we work out of that book. It works if you work it. We, we average about 20 people at a meeting. And that seems to be a manageable amount. And if you get too many people, then people don't have time to share as much. Right. And, and then you get too many people on the screens for everybody to be able to, to see everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there is a real benefit in smaller groups. So you talk about three meetings a week. Do you attend all three of those meetings each week? Yes. Yes. And okay. we have we have different chair people for Monday and Wednesday and then Saturday. We have three different people chairing those and sometimes more. 
And do you ever chair? Do you ever chair meetings yourself? I, I chair if if we can't find somebody. You step you know, in. I'm sort of, I'm sort of backup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Well, and as I'm looking at the new and newly revised literature, there is a long and pretty impressive list of literature to, for people to read that has come out quite recently and a lot of different topics. So are those some of the things that you talk about in your group when you're doing your pamphlets? Yes. They also have workbooks where you can work they'll say, okay, they describe what the step or whatever, they say, write down your experience in working this step. So it helps you on feedback into that, that book, sure. you know, the workbook. I would imagine journaling could be something that is highly recommended. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is a spiritual program. And I have found through long experience now that writing, especially if I'm trying to talk and to communicate with my higher power is a very useful tool. I've been writing a book for 50 years and some of the best parts of it are those late night discussions between me and my higher power. You know, why is this happening to me? <laughs> it, right. And I mean, it's, it really gets down and personal and really is beneficial. Yeah, well, and also just the, the benefit of having a group of people. I know one day I was trying to figure out how to handle a certain situation. And so I was talking with somebody else about it and explaining to them what it was. And actually just the fact that I was talking with somebody else and asking, then I started processing it much more thoroughly. And I came up with a solution on my own. Yep. And so I would imagine that a lot of people find that that helps them too. To even if you just say it aloud, then it goes, oh, okay. Or to write it down and go back and read it. It, it does help a lot to, to process what it is that you're trying to work through. Right. And we also have a phone list and email list that we encourage the members to talk after meetings and in between meetings. And we also have sponsors. I never did find anybody to sponsor me, but many people like and get a lot out of that program of mm -hmm. sponsorship and being sponsored. So how would a person become a sponsor? Well, they should have some experience in the program and in working the steps successfully in their life is uh -huh. really they should to be a, a beneficial sponsor. Uh, right. Yeah. I, I see a lot of posters, small posters behind you yes. on the wall. And when you're at your meetings, are those visible to other people so they can see them and, yes. and read them and get some intuition from those too? Yeah, that's a virtual background I have in back of me that I made myself from a photograph. Oh. But oh. yeah, those are uh, actually, they're, they're mostly slogans from AA oh, uh -huh. that have been used by other anonymous programs. Mm -hmm. But the 12-step program is amazing. It says it lets you choose your own higher power. You can put together whatever you want or no higher power if you wish. But uh, years ago in 1980, my wife and I started an Overeaters Anonymous meeting. 
This sounds like a joke, but it isn't. It, this was true. One night we had three very overweight ladies come, and one was a Methodist, one was a Catholic, and one was an agnostic atheist. The Catholic lady and the Methodist lady left after a couple of meetings. The agnostic atheist lady stayed for over a year until we left town and moved back to someplace else. She lost a hundred pounds in a year praying to whom it may be concerned. Well, good, but that's yeah. It that's shows the way. you it shows you the power of the program that you can put together your own concept. In my own beliefs, I adapted my childhood religion to suit what I thought it should be like. And it has worked for me fantastically. Sure. And leaving the door open to people from all walks as far as their beliefs does make it possible for a person to say, sure, I'm accepted in this group. And, yeah, and yeah. We're, we're all finding out that acceptance is an extremely import, uh, important part of being in society yes yes it is you know oh that's good so if somebody doesn't have that kind of a focus before they come to a group like this and they realize they can choose what they're doing then it frees them to tap into that that influence and and the power of of that so Wow, that is great. And so when people are interested in becoming a part of your group specifically, how do they find you? Because you just meet online, right? Right. And the best way, way, I don't doubt if you're going to see it, but it says I I have a Gmail account. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll write that down. E A. B E N D. Oh, okay. B E N D. O R. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Repeat that to me. Yes. E A B E N D O R at gmail.com. Yes. All right. And so by emailing to that, they would get in touch directly with you. Yes. And you can connect them to that. I also noticed on the on the web page that it does have links to try to find things. And I went to that looking for face-to-face meetings and I didn't see much of anything in the state of Oregon. And so I thought, okay, it, it has to be that you guys are meeting online. And because we have talked before, so, you know, a few years ago. And so I know that you've been doing this for a while here. So that's good to know that that is a way to do that on the webpage. Is there a way for people to find that too? Oh yeah. They, they have a huge listing of online meetings okay, and we, yes. we are listed on three different days there also. And I, I'm really amazed and gracious that we have from that in-person meeting we used to have at the Methodist Church here, mm-hmm. we, we averaged like six people. Those same people were still coming to these Zoom meetings. Oh, good. And, and helping with, and leading them. So oh, I'm really happy and pleased absolutely. with Absolutely. I, I know a lot of people who are really resistant to doing anything online and find it very difficult to, you know, to try to manage by doing that. So if they live here in Oregon and there really are almost no groups, then the only thing they can do is to try to do it online. And 
How how long do your meetings last? An hour, maybe? Yeah, we try and limit them to an hour, yes. Yeah, that's that's not bad. It certainly helps that, it, that people can know that they're going to start and finish within an hour and then you don't get this screen fatigue yes, yes, <laughs> that, yes. that can happen because yeah I've, I've been in things where I've been on the computer for three days in a row and you're just like eee, no this is this is way too much so oh well that's wonderful I'm glad that you have long-term people it's it's really exciting too that people are coming from all over the world because that means they're doing it at odd hours as well but yeah. it sure gives you it gives you such contacts that that are so valuable too so good enough. Well, I did try to look at, at the meetings on, online and I noticed they're listed kind of by times of day. And I thought, oh, not knowing when you do yours, there are pages and pages and pages to, to try to, to figure out what there is. So having a great local Gmail is, is very valuable. So we'll be sure that this gets out there so that people can contact you. Is there any other way to contact to find more about these meetings, like a phone number here in Bend? Well, if you go to... EA International, uh-huh. they will have our meetings listed, and and we are at 10 a.m. Pacific time, by the way. Oh, good. That's good to know. Okay. Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Oh, okay. And I do have my phone number listed there. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, they can do that. So when they look on that and they see a time, they, they can find one that's at 10 a.m., yeah. In, in, in Bend. So Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday in Bend. Monday, Wednesday, and big and old Saturday. letters, too. <laughs> oh, good, good. Yeah, it's easy well, to find. Wonderful. Thank you, Bob. I'm so glad that we got to talk. And for our listeners' sake, this is a pseudonym because it is an anonymous group. So I'm glad yes. that we could be together today and that we'll be able to get the word out about this again. And I wish everyone in your group the best because there, there are difficult things to face, aren't there? There are, and it is really great. It's free, anonymous, and you don't even have to show your face. All right. Good enough. Thanks again. And thank you, Carolyn. You're always a pleasure to talk with. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.